Well met. This has been Brode, and you're watching Born to be Cosmo. <laughs> oh, snap. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special edition of Born to be Cosmo. I was going to say Friday edition, and then I remembered it was Thursday, <laughs> but it's not But it's not Saturday. That's the important thing to note here. Mm -hmm. And the reason we're gathered here on a Thursday and not a Saturday, since I can recall what day of the week it is, uh, we had an OTA a few hours ago. And this is as close to a live reaction as you're going to get from us. Um, kind of different perspectives. Zombies has been playing with the game pretty much since the OTA has gone live, so for several hours. I got about maybe an hour of game time in since the OTA went live. And Nate, uh, you've been quite busy, <laughs> and you got precisely no time. In fact, a lot of these reactions are going to be in real time from you, so this should make for an interesting conversation. OTA stands for Oh That's Awful. Or maybe it stands for <laughs> Oh That's Awesome. I guess we'll see. <laughs> and I think in this case, uh, it's going to be a little bit of column A and B. Uh, a lot of a lot of changes. I I don't know about you guys, but when they talked about their release schedule for the holiday season at the beginning of the month, right when the patch dropped, it was there's going to be no OTA, and then well there'll be an OTA if crazy things happen, and then it was yeah we're going to have an OTA. <laughs> so I, I expected it to be more on the tame side uh, because. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got a patch in January, uh, but that probably has been locked in for some time and is going to be content update. And the next OTA isn't for another month, is it? Yeah, about a month. Yeah. 18th, so probably. the game as it is right now, outside of new card releases, uh, is, you know, the, the power level will, will remain as is. So I wasn't expecting a lot. And, and I think that uh, my expectations were... Uh, exceeded because there were a lot of changes made and yeah. we're going to take you through them all yeah it's uh it's by virtue of comparison i think it's the best ota we've gotten in like two months it's not really because it's particularly great it's more so because like the other ones have just been awful but uh <laughs> that's something wow that's something. <laughs> that is that is a decidedly uh, negative take although hey i'm um, positive about this ota i'm positive it's better than the rest of the trash are you sure i heard you i heard that you uh alias mr negative over there yeah, yeah i've been playing it. mr negative all day so what else that do you was, expect that was gonna be my pun the lead into my pun <laughs> you squashed my pun <laughs> my all right no no it's it wasn't your bad it was zombies bad but it's okay um, no, that's an interesting take. Yeah, the, the last couple have been controversial to, to rough. I, I think I, I would agree with you. Um, and this one, I you know, I don't even know really what to think of it yet. Um, there are some things that I expected that I didn't want to see. There were some things that I expected to not see, which came true. And then there were kind of the big surprises, and, and there were many. So uh, for me, it was changed X, didn't want it to happen, but saw it coming. It's been no in the works for a long time, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. X has been places. He's seen things. Yeah. Uh, no change to Loki, which I am disappointed with, but also expected. But the Alan Loki. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then just like the buffs to Ronin, the changes to Viper, like are all like ah uh huh. So yeah, um, I know that uh, uh, Nate, you you 
chopped up Snapstone's uh, excellent graphic that they release every time there's a balance update. Uh, so perhaps maybe we could just get into it and start talking about it uh, card by card. Yeah, and I've got Havoc up on the screen because he's the new card, but we'll we'll get there in the appropriate time um, in, in connection with the other, um, well, changes. So yeah, let's jump straight to it. So yeah, we got this graphic from um, Marvel Snap Zone, and I'll just jump right in. The first one is uh, Professor X, Rip. Man, you know... I, I've been calling, like, for me to say I called it would be somewhat disingenuous because I just assumed every balance patch, X was going to get the hatchet and somehow X dodged because of this whole, like, new player experience thing. Uh, but Blob, I think Blob was the straw that broke the camel's back. People were getting X'd and Blobbed, and the same set of people that don't like Galactus probably don't like this either. <laughs> um, and I... I they yeah, hate I don't... lockdown. They hate lockdown. It's yep. it's all the lockdown cards got hit. Storm got hit. Uh, I guess the only card that didn't get hit is Jeff because he's in invincible. Um, did Storm? When did Storm get hit? I don't think they ever changed. Storm. I thought she did a long time ago. Maybe not. Maybe not. No, it was Maybe just I'm Spider. Just a... It was Spider Man. It was, now it's X. It's they always the Storm is probably the one they'll never touch. Um, Storm's the one they'll leave alone. I think. But at this point, who knows? It's uh. You know, they they very clearly value... Yeah, back to the bottom, Charles. I tweeted this out before the OTA, and unsurprisingly, it came to pass. Um, so, yeah, it is it is what it is. What um, I don't understand is why couldn't they have taken the middle ground and tried a 5-2? Like, I didn't even think he was... I've lost many times with him as a 5-3, and I didn't mm-hmm. think he was, like, busted or anything. Like, I He's understand. Not. I understand that people don't like that okay it locks down the location and now i can't play i can't play like my cards that i wanted to play and now i'm mad and i'm upset and it's not so fun to play it, with so zombies you played a lot more than me today but mm-hmm. the thing that i couldn't help like remark upon like remark upon to the point where i started i was chuckling to myself audibly i saw more x post ota than i did pre yeah that was kind of true with my experience it's good enough, so basically the yeah, yeah. The, making it a 5-1 lets you ramp it with Ravona. Um, and it also lets you have a 1-5 with negative. So I would actually argue that for the most part, making it a making it a 5-1 is actually make, made this card stronger than it would have been at 5-2, um, generally speaking. So that's kind of funny. Um and uh yeah, we got the the gift of a very negative professor x and it's been pretty decent like and i have seen so much of it today whether that's you know everyone's just trying out the negative stuff because they want to and it's fun it's fun Uh, we'll see if it sticks but yeah they basically they they brutalized x pretty bad um i wouldn't be surprised if they just straight out rework the card eventually but that's obviously not on the table for otas um it's a shame i like professor x i like lockdown I wish they had half as much care to police an archetype that's incredibly toxic like Loki, like they do Lockdown, but Loki is Glenn's golden child who can do no wrong, so apparently that is not in the cards currently. It's, well, not, a, it's not a power outlier. It's a skill issue. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, um, 
I wonder if they're gonna regret making X a five one and and would have preferred. I can only hope so because that would yeah. be very funny. It would be very very funny if uh, they're like, oh shoot, like we <laughs> didn't mean to do this. <laughs> I don't like, know. Uh-huh. I'm very I'm very skeptical about negative being real, but I mean, we'll we'll see when I'm I'm going untapped right now to to see if they put uh, the data on yet. It's probably too low a sample. Yeah. yeah, and negative's a weird deck because, like, I think negative's more of a ladder deck than a conquest deck because once they know what you are in conquest, it, it becomes harder to win because they just leave when you have the good stuff. But on ladder, <laughs> when I have Ravona or Zabu into negative, I'm snapping on two before they see my cards. They don't know what I'm playing. And I think there's also a lot of people just do not respect negative for whatever reason, even higher up on the ladder. A ton of people just do not respect the card, even when it goes off and they get punished for it. So I had a lot of big cube gains and then eventually threw some games to some either bad plays or risky gambles. So negative is, I I, I think negative will always be one of those decks that's like under 50% win rate, but you can have just like absolute blowouts with it that can like positive cube rate, negative win rate usually is kind of the negative experience, I feel like. Yep. I played against a Blob Thanos that was still running X. They did, I guess they were just running the same list. And I couldn't help but wonder if perhaps maybe in that specific deck, X might still just be good enough because you've got a lot of high stat cheap things that you put in the X lane, like the like the stones. like you know. Yeah, Thanos will probably still get the most use out of it just because sometimes if you draw your stones and your opponent doesn't, put a lot of stuff on the board x can still get there and then the other thing is if you have a high value five drop you can still do the using professor x to close a lane and then blob another lane you just have to reverse your order right you have to play your vision or your dino or whatever other five drop on four into x on five and to blob on six like that's still a viable line um so maybe it stays around i don't know it's kind of hard to say i didn't see very much blob thanos people are trying a lot of you know the cards that got changed today and blob thanos the only change was professor x getting worse so didn't see as many people on it even though i think it's still a very very good deck yeah we'll we'll probably see more of it in the the later down the line later this weekend or something people Mm -hmm. will go back to it when it was played against me in the context of like being against the Thanos player, I, I that was what I thought. I was like, huh, this doesn't seem all that different. The 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 you know, had I played something into that lane, it wouldn't have mattered by by two points. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll it'll see less play because um it's been nerfed and it has yeah, that nerf effect. Syndrome. But, mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, I imagine that the good players will probably uh, experiment and then those experimentations will then be adopted uh, through uh, the ladder. So so we'll see. I guess, you know, we'll see if this actually really does kill X or if they've just enabled a new way for X to torture us by a negative. Good or bad, I saw a lot of it on ladder. I mean, it's the, it's the most, na- it's like the most natural thing to to want to try right whenever like the power gets reduced yeah it's been a meme for forever right like oh a card now has lower lower uh power and it's a high cost card boom goes right in it it's it's almost as big a meme of oh it's a three drop well silver surfer card now (laughs) it's like the the second most popular meme so it's neat like professor x felt good for me in negative it also helped i found 
Uh, sometimes you would just, even when you don't hit negative, if you could just get ahead in one lane, Bravona lets you play X on four, and then you just kind of close out with what you've got left. And it, uh, yeah, you get, it's you still a playable card. It. It's just, yeah. it's going to have a harder time in general lockdown decks, I think. Yeah. Will the people that loathe X and called for this nerf be satisfied by it? They'll be satisfied that there's they're seeing less of it. They will not be satisfied when they lose to it. It's the Alios situation all over again. Yeah, it's yeah. they'll be happy that they aren't seeing it as much so, much so that I'll ease some frustration. But when they lose to it, the the baby rage will still come out just the same. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm sad I, about it, but whatever. It was their facts don't care about your feelings. Oh, I'm well <laughs> Unless aware. it's Loki, then they care very much about you know like one person's feelings. <laughs> I feel like no that's comment. that's how you should <laughs> if you want to take out your revenge Nate you just just become a Loki gamer. Yeah, that like yeah, I just I I played so much of it. I'm just so bored of it. I think a lot of other people are too cuz even when it was one of the best decks with Wolf, people a lot of people stopped playing it. And I think it's because a lot of people are bad with it and a lot of people who are good with it are bored of it. Um but some of the other buffs we saw here are buffs to archetypes that our Loki is good against, so I think we might see a rise again. My huge amount of copium is that if there will be a Loki nerf, uh, that it would be in a full patch. I think they are going to be reluctant to actually OTA the card at all. If they change him, it's going to be reworking the effect in some way outside of the scope of general OTAs. So maybe January 9th keep an eye out if they they finally decide to to hit Loki and change the effect but uh, I would not put your uh your house on it <laughs> no all right so we nerf decks and unlike most nerfs to cards we're seeing more of it rather than less the question is will it be a novelty or will it hold can you imagine the nerf makes the play rate of it go up and so the people that wanted to see it less are, are even more upset it's like that time when they nerfed the, the the second time they nerfed galactus and they reworked it and it became a, a yeah. six seven people were saying it was a buff remember that like unironically yep. like oh my god they buffed galactus what so that I, I was, that was crazy that was that yeah was crazy. well i wonder if we'll see a similar yeah, we could we, we could. potentially could see a similar discourse with this it's certainly it's certainly uh, a change. Um, yeah, unwittingly right, well. buffed it with uh, with Mister Negative. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious! All right, so what have we got next? Uh, next up is uh, Werewolf by Night. So it went from being a three three to now it's a, a four four. So everything else is the same. It's just slower, which is uh, this matters a lot. This is a very very heavy <laughs> nerf. Um, I don't think I can overemphasize that this is a very heavy nerf to the card. It's basically it's it's a Zabu card now, and that's not like a meme. That's if you want to get significant value out of this card, you almost certainly have to run Zabu because the difference between getting Wolf down on three and Wolf down on four is really really different. Um, and you need that extra turn for cheap on reveal stuff to make the werewolf work and uh i think most decks are going to drop this and this is a pretty huge change to the metagame because not only loki was running this most mid-rangey decks were running this because they have a lot of cheap on reveals they can move the wolf around it's big stats that your opponent has to kind of predict where it ends up so it's not easy to die to tech it's it, it was just a very very powerful card 
Um, and thing I'm concerned about is while Loki was good with it, it was also very good against Loki because scaling threats are better against Loki than raw stats. Because when they copy your hand or they, they copy your deck, they aren't getting your 310 werewolf. They're getting a 3-3 werewolf on turn 5 or turn maybe turn 4. They don't have as much time or space to make use of it. Whereas if you're playing like a deck with big stats, Loki's going to clown on you pretty relentlessly. And um, so I I don't know where this card is going to find much of a home outside of some Zabu decks. Maybe a Zabu Darkhawk, maybe a Zabu Loki, who knows where you can still get it down on three. But this is a very, very big nerf. It hit, um, yeah, like, I, like Price said in chat, like so glad we spent 6k tokens on this, right? like yeah because rental it, snap it, that's uh the it, name of the game <laughs> it dramatically changes the mm, playability of the card like it's just not so now you only have two turns to really use it like you can yeah. use it on five and six that's it like it's just it kind of is really crappy seems yeah not great seems not great yeah. so the only deck that i've seen it in and and see it theory crafted in is is loki because you said it's a zabu card now and <laughs> i think that loki is now a zabu deck mm-hmm. or at least uh, it's not what i think it's what players far better than i who i watch think um and uh you know safety blade uh tweeted out uh, a loki list that's running zabu still running wolf and um lambi and KM best are going with similar lines with slightly different card choices, but, you know, let's say nine out of the 12 are the same between all three players. Um, it, it, it's, it feels like kind of like when they nerfed snow guard, it went from being an all exactly like snow guard. Being, a, mm-hmm. being a Loki card. Right. And, or, or in the Loki deck only. And I think that that wolf might be in that position. Um, I will have to see, but, but you're right. Having one less turn to jump the wolf, means the growth is going to be considerably less yeah yeah because loki discounts cards and has other kind of ways of cheating it it mitigates that somewhat and you can toss it away if it's bad if you're not in a game where you're using the werewolf just throw it away with loki and that that's one of the things you don't have to actually deal with the card in your hand if it's bad just get one of your opponent's cards instead and that all goes back to the the fundamental Loki issue we've talked about before. But yeah, Snowguard's a great analogy. They took a card that was being used in a wide variety of decks and now are pushing it into a narrow amount of decks and they view it as a win when I think a lot of players are going to kind of take that as an L. Even though the card was, I think, pretty undisputably, like it was like one of the best, if not the best, three drop in the game. I don't think anyone's really surprised or upset that it w- was nerfed. But a lot of people, I think, aren't the happiest with how it was nerfed because there were a lot of different ways they could have tweaked this card. They could have lowered the base power. They could have lowered the amount it uh, goes up Scaled. in power from two yep. to one. There there were a lot of options. They even, in an answer, they said they considered even a three one that gets plus three, but only once per turn. So th- they considered all these options. They decided to go with this one. I think this is one of, if not the the hardest nerfs they could do to the card. And uh, we'll have to see if it sticks because, you know, this card's coming back around to spotlight caches and in its current form, not too sure it's going to be that desirable. Nope. I, I, yeah, it's very frustrating. 
Like, at least, can I have a couple of my tokens back? <laughs> it's, it's The collector provides no refunds. Thumbs up. I... No refunds, but they will tell you when you when you already own a card and you've acquired it again. That that, yeah. that, that you'll be informed of. And they'll pat you on the back with 1k tokens while they're at it. Yeah. Yay. So, yeah. Werewolf, is it still good enough? Maybe for Loki, but uh, it, it remains to be seen um, elsewhere. Uh, so yeah, real heavy nerf. Uh, energy is a, a big one. They could have hit scale or or base power. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see if it, it even sticks in Loki. Like I mean, because sure, if we're yeah, running Zabu, not. but is Lo- do you want to run Zabu and Loki? I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you can say the same thing about the Annihilus junk deck, but that one had other casualties too, and it's uh. Yes, well, it's just like all the mid-range piles. The difference between playing this on three and four is a world of difference, and a lot of yeah. them can't justify running Zabu. Yeah, no, yeah. I, that seems odd to me. So it's just, I think it's kind of a mediocre to bad card now. Sad. All right, all right. Next up, we've got Black Widow. Ah, so speaking of surfer cards, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we basically. This is a very similar nerf because what they've done here is they they've they've narrowed the use case for Black Widow. So what mm-hmm. I mean is Black Widow is seeing play in two kind of deck types: the good card mid range piles, right? You know, like the Dino Dark Hawk kind of like mid range or like mm-hmm. Dark Hawk decks, and then bounce decks, right? Decks that were running yep. Werewolf and 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 Beast and and that kind of thing. Uh, so we basically said no more bounce. But mid-range, okay, and perhaps maybe even a. a I, I I almost wince at saying this, but you know, it's just a good card to drop in surfer now, right? It's just you know, three three deny your opponent a draw. It's fine, you know. It's, it's, it's their yeah. solution to a card seeing more play or doing more disruption than they like is just slap three three on it. They did it with Rockslide. They're doing it with Widow. They did it with Mobius. They're gonna do it with more cards in the future. This is the stat line they give something when they're like, this effect is really powerful, so we don't want people getting like multiple of it or bouncing it or whatever. Let's slap 3-3 on it and call it a day. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. Like, I do think bouncing the widow was pretty offensive. It was like yeah. that's the reason this got changed. They 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 said we don't like people getting to play this multiple times a game. And it turns out in a game where you draw six cards most games, if you stop your opponent from drawing two of them and you have a payoff that gets bigger on top of that, and you're limiting their board space, it is a not super desirable thing to have. By so. the way, that was probably one of the strongest things you could do against Loki, right? Which is why the, the yes, bounce the, that, hawk piles mm-hmm. were, were so good, right? Because of its Loki matchup. So in a way, not ha- like this kind of is a, a one less problem for, for Loki mm-hmm. to consider. Um I'll tell you what, though, uh, I was playing a lot of Thanos uh, since Blob came out, like the rest of the world. It really sucked when Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they would have priority a fair amount of the time. um, And then you would lose your draw in the stones. And that was usually pretty backbreaking. I feel like this is like a a buff almost to like the mid-range decks that were playing Black Widow. Um, because they're they were playing Widow anyhow, and now they're just happy to get the extra two points. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. I think the two drop slot on the curve was very valuable, and then also losing the bounce aspect. It, it between this and one of the other nerfs with like Viper, uh, really messed up the junk decks curve a lot. Right. It's like the card on its own in a vacuum is fine, 
But the decks that like this, I think it's a pretty big hit to it, especially alongside Werewolf, because you were often playing Werewolf with Black Widow and the bounce stuff, and it was just domino effect, kind of. Yeah, it's just the curve, the curvestone decks that that probably don't care about this change, or are, are they're still going to run it? I guess is what what I'm saying. I don't know. I think you're going to see less of this card just because the three drop. The difference between twos and threes in this game is so ridiculously big, not only just because of curving out, because of when you can fit it in your different curves. Like, I think Mobius was the best example. It was It's so right. easy to fit a two drop in on different turns because you, you can tempo it on turn two, you can play it with a one drop on three, two twos on four, two three on five, a four and a two on six. Like, those are just good numbers. The, those tend to work out better than... Uh, three drops regularly work out. Three drops often put you off curve a lot of time, and then uh, it can be pretty punishing. So, like, I think the card is fine, but you're definitely going to see the usage go down because three is just... Even though it's better statted for the cost, right? Because it's, it's a 3-4 as opposed to a 2-3. I mean, it's not... It's not that much better, but it, I don't know. It's but people were using it primarily in like bounce and stuff, right? And it's just not that feasible. Yeah, bounce anymore, is the so. bounce was the big thing, and this is no longer a bounce card. Bouncing a three drop versus bouncing a two drop is a world of difference because of the the beast reduction and when you can fit it in. Yeah. All right, so three is the kiss of death. Uh, we'll see if Black Widow even plays cease play outside of the bounce shells. Uh, some of us uh, are doubtful. Um, so probably uh, a pretty heavy nerf then, uh, considering that uh, that feedback. All right. Uh, yeah, our next card. I've never seen this card played before. It's a, call, a card <laughs> called Martyr. Is that a new variant for Titania? <laughs> so they buff Martyr from a 1-4 uh, to a 1-5. Uh, it moves to a location that will lose you the game if it can at the end, kind of like the inverse uh, Miss Marvel. So they broke the lore, unless there's a forthcoming buff to Miss Marvel, a rebuff. Back to four or five, uh, probably not. Uh, we've been there already, so I, I don't say I wouldn't. Wouldn't hold my. I breath, have never. But... I don't own this card. I haven't played it. I've had it played against me maybe once as a randomly generated card. So as a martyr owner, zombies, mm -hmm. the floor is yours. Uh, well, I think the the Ravona or not Ravona, the martyr topic is best summed up with a classic meme. <laughs> Um, I oh, played no. Cerebro 4 the other day, and I beat Loki with it, so 100% win rate versus Loki, Cerebro 4 is broken. Um, but, yeah, no, Cerebro 4 wasn't a good deck, but it was fun to mess around with Martyr in. However, Martyr's friendship with, uh, Cerebro 4, 4 uh, you know, burned bright and it burned fast, but it's over, and Cerebro 5 is its new best friend. Uh, and that's really the main place I see this card moving to, is it is now a Cerebro 5 card. And Cerebro 5 can probably use it fairly effectively, because not only is the stat line better, but if you're pumping up all your 5s to 7 with Cerebro, yeah, you're going to have less situations where Martyr actually moves to lose you the game. Um, Bro, there so... is no chance I'm spending 3,000 tokens on that. No, don't buy this card. Do not buy this card. Unless you're like the most dedicated of Cerebro memers. This is not a card you want to buy. This is a card you will open in your random slot sometime and be like, all right, maybe I'll try out some meme deck with it. Uh, is it a lot better than it was at 1-4? Sure. 
Does that mean it's going to make its way into many decks? Probably not. Um, so uh, I, it's a fine change. It's just not not one that I expect to make any major waves. Which, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right. A Cerebro 5 change. Mm-hmm. Cerebro 5 rates it 5 out of 5. <laughs> as as they do. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, what do we have next? All right, uh, Viper. Viper is next. Okay. Okay, so this is one that perplexed me. Like, I I saw this, and my reaction was, why? And then I went back and 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 proceeded to 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 do my the my errands and the things I had to do today. And then I came back. I sat down at my computer and saw that this was the focal point of outrage for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I guess, um, you know, unbeknownst to me, the Viper Havoc combo was a major selling point for the card. Uh, it attracted the types of people that would, you know want to buy a card like havoc and, i think and... they even mentioned that in the developer interview didn't they 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 basically I, I don't know if they said that specifically but they had like a lengthier answer about someone asked why they did this if they thought the combo was bad <clears throat> and they uh essentially elaborated on it let me see if i can find it really quickly uh but here it is uh ch-ch-ch nerfing viper after people bought havoc i find this pretty out this is the question being asked i find this pretty outrageous to be honest if you guys are knowingly going to cut a new cards combo off at the knee so soon i think it behooves you to warn people uh it is coming before the card goes on sale this is in a situation where people have got to enjoy an overpowered new card for a month before a nerf. It's a situation where the reason many people bought an otherwise borderline card has been taken away before people have had much chance to have fun with it. Real bait and switch. Will you consider in future giving advanced warning on nerfs like this? And then the Glenn response. Generally, our intent for a change of this nature is always to either work it into an advanced update uh, as we did with Kitty Pride before Elsa, or wait and see if we have an OTA in close proximity. In this case, our last chance for the former turned out to be 11-2, uh, because the holidays required some schedule shifts design did not expect, and we needed to cut an OTA after the fact. Basically, and they said in the, the notes, they don't think this combo is good. They nerfed this combo because in the you know 5 or 10% chance it did end up being good, they didn't want it to run over the game for a month because the the next change we're going to get is the ninth and that's a patch so that's a change that's already locked so the next ota is probably the 18th which is about a month away so i don't love the logic here i can see the justification for it i think it's still lame um but we also are factoring in that they probably they almost certainly locked this before they even saw people actually get to play with the two cards uh it does feel like a bait and switch if Second Dinner was a better company. They would offer people a like a one-time refund on Havoc if they want to, uh, but they're not, and they won't, so it's off the table. Uh, but I just hope they revert Viper later, and this is just a temporary vacation, because this is really lame. Uh, it sets a bad precedent, and I think it is going to make people lose some consumer confidence in the fact that uh I know a lot of junk players, they're herding from the Widow nerf, and they just get double-tapped by this Viper change when Viper wasn't even really doing... Like, the combo... Not only is the combo bad, but this messes up Viper a lot outside of the combo, right? Like, you can't sentry Viper on the final turn anymore. 
uh, messes with the junk curve a lot. Viper is pretty much just an unplayable card. Well, and, and Viper Hood as well. Like, it's just not what you want to see anymore. No, you don't. You do not put this card in a deck. You don't. You don't so, run this card anymore. I I I agree. I think a couple thoughts though. I never liked getting vipered. Like honestly, like I it's not. I don't think anybody I... liked getting vipered. Well, but people but, don't like getting gobbled either. You don't I, see them nuking those. Yeah, but I would argue that getting vipered is a big for me. It's a bigger feels bad than X or Galactus, right? Because you know you don't really. You don't always see it coming, or there's very little that you can do about it because it's so early on in the game. Um, I, I guess, you know, for those that bought Havoc and felt that they got baited, I think the lesson for us all here is if there's an OTA coming and you can time your purchases around the OTA, do that. So, yeah. for example, <laughs> if you wanted to buy Havoc, but you knew there was an OTA coming this week, well, you could still buy Havoc. Um now or perhaps maybe you'll pass i tend to whenever people ask you know hey blue do i do i get werewolf by night i kind of want to do the fun thing um i look at the proximity like the the power level of the card or the feels bad that it can generate relative to the proximity of the ota like martian asked us if if they should get werewolf by night this was a couple weeks ago and really our our advice was well if you can wait until today to see what happens and sure enough unless you really wanted to play it in Loki. You know, you probably would have saved yourself the, the expense, right? So that's the lesson. Um, but it's not a good lesson to your point, zombies. I don't know. It I don't feels think bad. That, yeah, like I, I'm not feel unsecure in their investment with their tokens because of this. And I, I do think it just is continuing the cycle of eroding at consumer confidence and it's going to make people less likely to. Because, uh, like, we're really playing darts at this point with a blindfold on in terms of how long a card that is very good goes without an adjustment not you call it consumer confidence i i i'm gonna take it a step further i i don't like that term because it kind of creates like this this um abstract kind of notion like it's trust right it's trust between second dinner and us trust is consumer like the consumers have confidence in trusting you right but to me like it, yeah, it, it is. I know it's semant- semantics, but I feel like just describing it as a as a break in trust is a is a lot more meaningful of a statement because it feels a lot more personal. Um, you know, we invest mm-hmm. a lot of time uh, into you know playing Snap, talking about Snap. Uh, it's it's a part of our lives, and 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 it's it's unfortunate when you feel like you can't even make the most basic like dis- purchasing decisions. You have to kind of game it all. And and that that that's I don't know. Yes, it is a, a breach in confidence, but I remember but I, I feel it goes a little further than that. At least for me, perhaps. I remember specifically saying like there, there was like a tweet. I could pull it up later, but it was like, hey, I genuinely am worried about buying Werewolf because it looks pretty good and it's probably going to get I was hit. thinking of that. Yeah, I thought of you. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a lot of people ask the same question. Like, I get tons of those questions. Mm-hmm. Do I buy this? Do I not? And especially after the Mobius debacle, everyone's question on Werewolf was, hey, this card seems overpowered. I'm kind of worried about buying it because they're going to nerf it. That was literally the number one question that we all got right after werewolf drop right after the mobius nerf that i've never seen so many questions about like hey this card seems good i'm scared to get it because of what they'll do to it if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know i don't know what does yeah yeah and and uh that i mean 
it, I mean... it is <laughs> it is just an unfortunate state i don't know i don't know what to say i i for me my preference is always to 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 make the changes that are necessary for the for game balance and game experience but understanding that those changes can cause you know collateral damage in the player base can be mitigated it's a choice to do nothing about it and it's that yeah. choice that indecision yeah. that lack of 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 taking any ownership of that that really it hurts right it kind of it kind of sucks and so sure i didn't get screwed over by the 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 viper havoc situation um i did buy werewolf um i had to use four keys weren't keys at the time but still for four spotlights to get it and now now it's gonna see a lot less play Ouch. anyways so you know uh yeah it's uh I mean, if one it's, thing is certain you can trust second dinner to make the right decision about as much as you can trust arrow to move a blob <laughs> that's blob. that's the message i feel like has been sent is like they they're gonna make the decisions they make and when they make one that is poorly received or goes poorly, the the defensive shield of "Don't worry, guys. If it's bad, we'll fix it later." And, and I, I know most of <laughs> people watching this or listening don't play Magic: The Gathering Arena, but I used to think that arenas like nerf ban refund policy was laughable, almost insulting. It, it is, by comparison, generous insofar as they give you a couple of, of wild cards, right? you know reason like the equivalent of a spotlight key maybe if you want to think of it that way um you get nothing in snap it's a real no they bad. they just have that philosophy of well like trust us we want all the cards to be good we'll deal with it later but that philosophy doesn't work when the deal with it later is completely at their discretion of, and there's no public information. So you just have to trust them. And they say things are fine when cards clearly aren't very fine. Uh, like defending 2099 being fine, even though like he's very clearly bad. What's the difference between 2099 and gladiator, right? Gladiator was arguably a fringe card, but better than 2099. He's been out for less time. He got a buff. 2099's been out for forever, sees next to no play, gets ignored. You can make an argument the series is different, and that's probably another conversation to be had. But the, it, it's there's no rhyme or reason to what they do, except for the occasional uh, trying to time it with a season that fits. Like they said in the, the Ronin buff, hey, we didn't want to buff Ronin before during the Loki season because we figured that wouldn't work out very well for him. Uh, so they try and time it seasonally, and the reason they don't do like a larger amount of buffs, even things they may have already figured out, is they need they only have so many cards in the game, so they want to space out these buffs, so there is always something to tweak on an OTA. Because, uh, frankly, a lot of the changes they do and whatnot, it feels like they could have done some of these months ago, but they need to trickle it, because otherwise they're going to run out of cards to adjust. Again, I think the lesson here, and, and this is not an endorsement, is... Get the characters you like as opposed to the characters that you think will be good because they will, with some exceptions, like 2099, most of them will have their moment to shine to some extent, right? I mean, I, I'm sure and the that OTA everyone... advice is a big one. Like, I like your OTA advice. That's what I've been telling people too, is if you're unsure about a card and an OTA is that weak, unless you are 
overflowing with resources. It sucks to not, you know, mess around with the cool thing on day one and have to live vicariously through YouTube or a streamer or whatever. Uh, but if you, you know, you're trying to get the most out of your resources and you don't want to have the rug pulled from under your feet, uh, if there's an OTA that week, wait for the OTA because nothing is uh, set in stone. In fact, everything is like set in clay <laughs> and uh, it can all change and it, a lot of it will change. So uh, factor that in when you're making these purchases. And I think we're going to see, especially if Wolf, like predicted, doesn't do very well. I think that is going to make people really question when a new busted card comes out, if they should actually get the card or wait to see what its later or final form is. Yeah, so time your purchases around, you know, OTAs and patches if you can. Um, if you can, select the characters that you enjoy more as opposed to the ones that you think will be good. I, I get it, though. Everybody wants to win a certain amount, even even mm -hmm. when they're trying to have fun. But still, if there's a card, like for example, like I wasn't, I was on the fence about Blob, but then when I saw the animation, I knew, I knew that it was like a card that I would enjoy, and I wasn't sure it was going to be good or if it was good, it was going to get nerfed, but I'd be okay with that because I enjoyed the card itself. Yeah. And then finally, the, the last, the last piece of advice is, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I had a third one, and and it just escaped me. Well, there you go. That's a very, very... Okay, it uh, escapes you like the, the 2099 buff escapes second dinner. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. these things happen. There's no good reason for it, but... I had a third lesson learned, and now I can't recall it, darn. But yeah, I, I think that, that, that unfortunately... Um, oh, yes. Uh, the, the third one is if a, card, if a card is popular or very strong, it will see an adjustment. It's almost a foregone conclusion. It's not like Hearthstone, where sometimes the powerful card, you know, never never gets touched. You know, like the 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 joke about Edwin always dodging the nerf in Snap. If a card is it sees like more than, you know, fifteen percent play in a deck and untapped, or or is obviously the tier one outlier, it will be adjusted and changed. That's why I think to your point, zombies Loki. If it continues to perform well, which it may not, we'll see. I think it probably will. You know, it, <laughs> perhaps uh, perhaps uh, January 9th will be uh, Loki's reckoning. Um, we'll get to see, and then we'll we'll see if this lesson holds true. Although I think those that purchased Loki with their battle pass last September was it got their money's worth. Oh, we definitely got our money's yeah, worth. Yeah, you got a Loki. quarter of the year to to clown on people with one of the most hilariously broken and unfun to play against cards I've had the displeasure of playing against in my whole time playing card games. Uh, it's definitely fun for people and um you know i'm glad some people enjoy it but i i've played a lot of card games and i have a hard time mem remembering a card that resonated so poorly to play against for me oh you don't you don't like losing to your own cards that they played with the reduced cost i know it's shocking losing to your own deck but better isn't very fun it's, <clears throat> and, and yeah, i don't know the professor x just feels bad so uh and so does alioth and so does uh whatever else yeah. so, so does viper so, apparently so let's hit thanos again <laughs> no yeah. no that's oh, the one thing goodness. this patch missed on that's yeah. that's the logic I their thanos nerf. that's that's the logic right all right uh, and let's get to the next uh next card oh that was yeah certainly a, a good conversation ronan uh, the accuser 
So well, we're, we're past the nerfs, right? Now it's just buffs? Or... Uh, yeah. I, I... There's some, I think, that are kind of in between as well. Yeah, a little more borderline. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we've been waiting for the, the buff to the Kawaii Ronin to use that great bundle variant, and it is upon us. And, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed that they just gave it a flat power increase. I was hoping they were going to, like, keep the idea of the card but rework it a little bit more. Um this does make it quite a bit better. It's no longer bad devil dino. Like five five is a lot better than five three with the effect. Uh the worry here is that if there's a lot of Loki and you play Ronin into Loki, you're probably gonna have a bad time. But I ran into some Ronin decks today and uh they actually did pretty well versus me. You know, I had one where uh, the game generated a card to my hand. They played Master Mold. My hand was full. I got kind of screwed. I've seen some people doing Sandman, so they limit the amount of cards you can play. They ramp out the Sandman. You're not playing as many cards, and then the Ronin's big. Uh, like I think it's a real card now. It's just going to depend on the context of what else is real in the meta, if it ends up succeeding or not. Um, but it's nice to see Ronin finally get his buff, because he was a, I mean, one of the worst five drops in the game. Um, and he's not the only card in his kind of arsenal that got buffed. So while it's only two power buff on him, uh, I think the general Ronin package got a decent amount of love with this update. And so people will probably play it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to try it and uh, we'll see a, how it goes. I played a dozen games with the deck that you posted in our group chat. Mm -hmm. uh, so it felt good in so far as that it puts up numbers, right? Mm -hmm. um i think that that what the deck lacks is kind of it doesn't put up enough numbers to complete with like you know blobs or, or things that go that tall um and it doesn't really have a lot of disruption but ronin the package seemed strong um and and i think that uh the strongest part of the package isn't even ronin itself it's it's uh it's maximus uh which also mm -hmm. received a, a buff and and even though we didn't get to it i think that these two cards are somewhat analogous to talk about uh yeah another so so max went being from a three seven to a two six and two six Huge is buff. crazy that's Huge like the, the OG beta hell cow was a two yeah six. and beta hell cow was a menace and and <laughs> this is in a way it's you could argue that it's it's similar in that it it has you know uh, a downside that can be converted to upside and it converts to upside with ronin uh in other situations too but but straight up it just it's just really good with ronin and so yeah they only gave ronin a plus two but i feel like the max change is like insane like that it's huge a huge buff for this card and uh, just a huge buff in general because now like a storm deck you play maximus into storm as a curve out uh, you can play Maximus on the final turn, so your opponent doesn't really get the advantage of having the cards. That's what people used to do with Old Hellcow. Old Hellcow was actually a Sarah card, because it was a 1-6. And huh, you know what else makes it a 1-6? I'll give you a hint. It's a four-letter word, and it starts with an L. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. So well, the, poor Ronan is not it also, like... This is a family matchup. show now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 an interesting new package that kind of appeared. It used to be we always used to think of Ronin and and, um, and Master Mold as this kind of two card package. I think that if you're running those two, you you have to run Max. It's just yeah, so they are a package bad. deal. Yeah. There are only so many cards that add stuff to your opponent's hand. 
uh, Ronin, Master Mold being two of the main ones. Master Mold also dropping in series. So if you want to play a Ronin deck, uh, don't buy Master Mold yet. Wait till he drops on the ninth if you're pool three complete, because you will get that card for free essentially. So don't don't rush into it because it's yeah. Just a waste of I don't resources. I don't actually think it's good enough it's it's kind of in this weird awkward middle kind of tier it doesn't have the reactive tools like if you're playing the the package like i suppose you can play shang you could build it reactively it's just i think it feels chunky with it at five though right like yeah five drops are just like yeah because your your main window to play it is on five you're not you don't really want to play it on six you want to curve it out on five so if you miss that or something disrupts that the deck feels a lot worse this is why we put lad in the deck too so that we can essentially get you know a ronin lad we've seen ronin or we've seen dino lad has been good people ran that in thanos so like similar kind of situation um but yeah the, this card it's like you generally don't want to play it on turn six because it's the only thing you can play um but it's overall i think these are some of the changes that people are more positive on myself included been waiting for a ronin buff and i'm looking forward to trying it out um as long as i can dodge the lokis the lokis and the blobs and uh yeah blob is just like Blob uh, is is a great. Card. It's just oh my gosh, and the animation with this tummy going blow 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 blow. Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing competes with Blob in terms of power. It goes taller than anything else I, in the game. I I like maybe what, negative. What you said, blue or I tribunal, it hits the spot for me. Like you, you don't cut Alioth. You run Blob and Alioth, and you just look. Do I have Prio? Oh, cool. I'll run Alioth. Do I not have Prio? Cool. I'll run Blob. Like oh my gosh. I, I I cut Eliath though, so. Oh. Well, I, it's not that I cut. I didn't cut Eliath. I stopped playing the the X. I started playing. Well, like, the deck now it, it has to be changed because the X is dead. But. Well, I like mean, I said, I played, not, I played one like, earlier, and they they were still running it. I'm still yeah. seeing it, and it's not just a negative. People are still running that card. I've seen it in Thanos still. I like it's because people yeah. did not want to let the professor go. <laughs> part of it though is that the change is is so new that like. I yeah, gotta play. I gotta play with it, my right? deck, and it's like, like, is it still good or is it not good? Like, you gotta try it out first. And there is an argument that yeah, Daredevil gets a bit better because now you really need to know the knowledge of where X goes to win you the thing. The other big, yeah. big thing about X, and I noticed this playing an X deck without Jeff, is Jeff no longer ties X on its own. If you X on its own, Jeff will beat you. That is a huge, huge nerf to the card. Like, yeah. I can't overstate how big of a difference that makes, given how ubiquitous Jeff is in, like, mid-rangey, just, just most decks in the game that aren't, like, combo decks. Uh, run Jeff, and Jeff is just way, way stronger at beating Professor X now. Yep. Yeah. Unless you also run your own Jeff, but even then, it's still it's kind of relevant. So that just goes to tell you, we're, we're talking about Ronin, and we're back to talking about X. So I think it's time to move on. Uh... And and I think that we kind of already talked about Max, although perhaps perhaps what we can focus on now is the other applications that Max can be used in. As as a two six, I think that this is going to be uh, a very ubiquitous card, um, and and I wonder if it gets shaved down to a two five at some point. But I for now, not. as a two six, like I mean, we want to play this in Sarah decks, almost certainly. Yeah, uh, um, you could. I, I had trouble figuring out why I wanted to cut for it, to be honest. But 
yeah, it, it seems like a good card in a deck that's really just trying to power stuff out. Um, Two sixes, blob decks, you know. Like, oh, like I was thinking about you know perhaps maybe in Thanos, uh, if you still want to run X, uh, Max isn't the worst thing in the world because you can slam it, you know, in a lane with a couple stones, and all of a sudden X is looking not so not so shabby. Perhaps that's a bit ambitious, but I think that a two six just like. 2-5 is an overstatted 2-drop already. I mean, Lizard's a 2-5 with a big downside. As a 2-6, like, I, I don't know. This is... It's a point above the pack, right? Like, we have 2-5s. I don't think we have... Like, the only cards that get to, like, 2-6 are often cards that are just really high scaling cards. So, like, something like uh, Collector or, like, Old Elsa or just any time we we had a two drop that was getting above two six it was almost undisputably busted um angela like the the list goes on so just having a natural two six stat line and one where you can mitigate the downside by playing it towards the end of the game when your opponent doesn't benefit from the cards or playing it out for tempo in the deck like ronin where you want them to have cards um or versus a deck that you know has a fuller hand usually comes like the rock slide at the end of the game where it buffs the the scales the card on your side right yeah or maybe even like sandman right where you limit your opponent's resources so they can't use all the cards that you got from them uh or they got from you so there's there's a lot of application for this card two six is much much better than a three seven except for you know the silver surfer fans but uh, they had something else in store for the fans of. The oh, what a, what a segue! I hope that's the next card. Mm-hmm. Not, we'll have to make it the next card. Edit <clears throat> post. <laughs> uh, nope. Here we go. All right. So our latest series five darling that just didn't quite release strong enough uh, got buffed from a three seven to a three eight. That's Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I got this, this was one the by data the way. Mine. <laughs> this was the old data mine, and we were very concerned about this card at a three eight. Obviously, the context of the game was pretty different at the time, but uh, yeah, we all saw this as a three eight, and we're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> uh, this was also back when Shang Chi wasn't nerfed, so the idea was, well, if it pulls something bigger than Gladiator, he's a Shang Chi. It now it's a little different because you can't Shang Chi nines. nines, but yeah. still similar situation. It, this is a big boost. 3-7 was, like, as premium as you got with 3-drops. Three 3-8, three there are no other 3-8s that are naturally statted. They don't exist. So this is, yeah. I think, Power a very three. big boost. Um, it boosts the number of things this can kill, too. It's kind of fringe, but some of them are relevant, like bigger 5-drops, like Annihilus or Legion die to this now. Uh, but I don't think you're going to notice that a whole ton. I think you're going to more notice, like, the one point of extra power being more relevant. Um, but some games that'll come up uh it's it's interesting um it's i think it's like it's a decision i think i'm fine with i'm not as scared of it as i was originally the card felt very mediocre uh no, but it's that was in the context club. of the old meta where uh there were so many on reveals that would kind of screw you over where if you're you know you hit a korg or a black widow or whatever uh, it was annoying because you killed the card, but you still got the downside of the effect. So I think how good it is is going to vary depending on how many of those cheap value on reveals are in the meta. Uh, but this kills a lot of the cards now. It's a good stat stick. 
Uh, you can put it in a blob deck, make the blob bigger. Yeah. Um, it's a lot better of a card, and this is your this is your replacement for Maximus and Surfer for the low low price of six K tokens. Do you even <laughs> play this? In, anyways, I don't know. I, I find the downside of this card is 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 quite high, right? The on reveal it can will, be, you know, or the ongoing, depending on what it does, will will count cal- will will affect you or or be calculated into the final uh, power disposition. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's it's we'll see um i think that that the game is a lot different um since it was originally mined and that says a lot too how how much things change quickly i i think that you know it's interesting we went from being kind of in these like static blocks for long periods of time to almost change that seems breakneck it's hard to keep up um so I and it's going to get back to that too right because we're in the slower time of year for change Mm -hmm. given that yeah. We've had less OTAs since November because of the holidays and taking weeks off of uh, the changes. So I think it's going to be, I think the, the change of pace is going to feel very, very different when January rolls around because we haven't had, we had that for so long. And then now we have had really, it's kind of just like one to two patches a month uh, where one is like, you know, a content patch. So that's like old data. Um, and even some of the past content patches weren't super crazy, uh, and less OTAs. So we're going to see even more change, uh, soon TM. Yeah. It's lumpy, right? (laughs) It's, it's like, you've got these periods, like of intense, frequent change straddled by kind of long lapses of, of, well, and this happened last year too, right? And also this yeah. was kind of their general balance philosophy up until like uh, February or March where they, they had a much more once a month, the slower delayed process on balance. And I think that had its own issues uh, with uh, Thanos and Shuri and whatnot. Um, so it's nice that they can respond to stuff faster as long as you know they're willing to respond to some of the things that are the issue. Right, you have to be willing to respond regardless of, of how quickly you can turn that around. Um, I guess it's a fine buff. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think I'm going to go out and purchase the card. You shouldn't spend yet. 6k tokens on this card almost no matter what. Like I like the card. I think it's a fun card. The animations are kind of fun. It's a great animation. It's funny. He like curses if he pulls out a thing that's too big. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. It's, it's funny. It's fun. I enjoyed playing the card. Uh, it is not a card you should be prioritizing with your tokens. You know, if you get it randomly or if you get it, uh, if it's in a spotlight week, you like the other stuff, sure. But it's when not a card you need to have. I got it, and I don't remember how I got it anymore. I didn't. I think you roll. I think you high rolled a random open, if oh, I recall correctly. I... Like you were opening another week, and I think you got it. And I remember that kind of happened to me. I was kind of mad because. I gambled two caches on it the week it came out because I was bored and just wanted to mess around with it, and I got lucky. And then the next week, I wanted most of the things in there, so I opened, and my already-owned pull was Gladiator, which felt super bad because uh, the odds of that happening are very low. You know, Mm -hmm. it's low, you get a Series 5, and then it's lower, I would have got one I didn't own because I own most of them. So if I waited a week, I would have been, like, rewarded, but you have no way of knowing that, and it just adds to that kind of feels bad of getting an already owned card but mm. it is what it is yeah i've gotten really lucky and high rolled the last couple of spotlight caches too i've, I've saved up to 13 now 13 keys 
pretty good. And the last two I've opened on one. So like, and I bought Havoc with tokens because I didn't want to roll for it. But um, and there's a there we can use this opportunity to plug. So Snap Zone, I saw Kirillos tweet out this. Uh, they do all the graphics uh, that um, we see on Snap Zone. But I believe they were also involved in this project, which is a Spotlight Cash Planner. This is the first oh. website I've seen do something like this, and I think it's actually really good. Obviously, it's not you know 100% foolproof to plan in this game because of how they change things. Case in point, Stature was data mined for a future week. We know she's going to Series 3, so she's probably not going to be in that week anymore. That'll change. Uh, but generally, a lot of the data mine stuff for Spotlight stays the same. And with this system, you can check off boxes on, hey, I want this card, or hey, I'm going to use tokens on this card. And it actually crunches the numbers on how much, how many resources you need to effectively get what you want, um, which I think is really cool. Like, it, it does the math on, these are how many tokens you're expected to get, these are how many tokens you'll need if you're going to use them on X, Y, and Z card. These are, on average, how many keys you're going to need to get the cards in the week. And it's really good, and you can even change it... Uh, between buying the season pass, not buying the season pass, if you're using your gold on credits or tokens to help get more of those. It's it's one of the better features I think they've ever added. Uh, so if you like planning ahead and you're not sure, do I have enough things or not? Uh, I check it out. It's it's pretty cool. That's a neat, yeah, that's a neat feature. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to check it out because I've got uh, 11 keys and I they're there's a few weeks coming up that I'm going to want to open. So it'll be interesting to see how that, that pans out. And I think next week is one of the weeks I want to open. Uh, oh, Black Knight is there. All right. So yep. Celine and Black Knight. Yeah. yeah. And, I, I, I've been thinking about getting Black Knight, but I never, I didn't, like, there was no way I was going to pay 6K for that. But I wanted to play it. Like, I, I just had mm -hmm. a discard quest and it was like, okay. I, don't, I still don't think that card is very good, but it looks fun. It's much better than it was. That's, uh, for sure. that's true. That's true. Like, man, I don't want any of these better. these variants. I like the comic book cover ones that are coming out. They're pretty sweet, but like, mm -hmm. I don't really want them. Well, that's probably a good thing because they're going to be pricey to get if you end up uh, using your precious keys on them. All right, let's uh, let's get to the next oh, card. Oh yeah, this card. I forgot this card existed. Okay, um, last card. You and everyone else. <laughs> last card. Oh yeah. <laughs> Punisher. <laughs> Wait, so all right, let's be real. Did they did they buff this because when they gave everyone that really awesome Peach Momoko Punisher as a as a bonus, people was like people were like, oh, I'm buff Punisher. Like it always feels like this is a little little tongue in cheek to that. I, I think it's a fine change. Plus one power. It's the it's the joke of plus one minus one. Um, yeah, he's better than Captain America now uh, at the high end. Man, so that's something. What I, a low bar. <laughs> I was just thinking about yeah. that because I got that nullified Captain America. Mm -hmm. And it looks so cool, especially the animation. is like the fire in the background looks really cool. Yeah. The card is just trash. It's just absolute trash. And if they talk about... All right, I'm going to do the dreaded thing. Can we talk about the, the lore argument for just two seconds? Okay, yeah. like this is one of the most iconic characters in the Marvel Comics-like universe. And it's just trash. I hate when... And you're supposed to like like the character and stuff, but like I don't want to I want to play a card that's terrible. It's yeah. it's strange to me. I mean, and they it's it's interesting because they've used that argument to buff Wolverine. They used that argument to change Spider Man. Like whatever. 
Yeah, it's it's it. They're very like pick and choose about like. Well, we've got to have some cards that are new player cards, and they're very strict on the new player experience. Um, so they're. I mean, it. If anything shows just how careful they are about buffing or nerfing stuff, and mainly buffing stuff in the new player experience, the fact that they were precautious with Uatu making him a one-one at first—that's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's that's actually crazy. Like. You're living in magical fairy tale land if you think that at a one one with a different effect is going to meaningfully change anything. I didn't play I think, it as a new player with no collection. Like, yeah, it's it was a bad card then, it's a bad card now, it was still a bad card when it was a one one. It's just I think it shows that they don't actually try out the new player experience. They just know, hey, we have a pretty alright new player experience, let's not rock the boat. Uh, or and, spend a lot of time or resources changing that because, you know, it could go poorly. And why change those cards when we could change cards, you know, that are bad that we want people to buy? Also, I mean, let's be real. Great, yeah. Like, yeah. Why? It got us all hooked. You know, they don't want to they don't want to lose the magic. No, that's right? how they get. Yeah. They, the new player experience, I think, is one of the better ones. It's, in it's card phenomenal. Games up until, it's just, you know, series three stuff happens. But uh, yeah, back to the card a bit. I mean, this it's okay. You know, you'll play this in like an ongoing deck. Some people will try it in Surfer. I think if you want to get really cute with it, you play a Lizard and you bait the opponent into starting to play into the Lizard lane, and then you play Punisher and you punish him. Um, so I, it's it's this isn't going to transform gotta, the card. But okay, January first or whatever. Like you got to hit Infinite with Punisher in your deck so that you can yeah. <laughs> You can have a nice the new uh, nutty Punisher list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's fine. I think it's cool that they buffed it right after they gave that that variant out. It's not going to change anyone. Yeah, no, people are happy with this change generally, right? Like nobody's saying, "Oh man, why did they buff Punisher?" It, it's just like you know, it's, it's, it's all right. It's, it's gonna just, yeah. No one's gonna play this card. People are gonna forget about it in a week, yeah. but I'd rather they do it than not do it. So cool. Fair hey, enough. No, I, I agree. I agree. All right, well, we, we have a little bit of, of time left. Do we want to talk about Havoc at all? Like, I know we, we briefly touched on yeah, it. Yeah, we can like, talk about Havoc. It's the new, so the new cards, since we recorded last, are Havoc and Blob. I think we can all agree, right? Blob is, is a very strong card. Like, just yeah, very, Blob, very, very strong. Most people, myself included, I think, underestimated just how big Blob would get. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, the card it's... is consistently like over 25 30 power it makes old high evo hulk look like child's play uh it's I had, a it's a big boy for the very first time ever today this happened to me i had played a dark hawk followed by a mystique and on the final turn my opponent played blob and blob goes boop, 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 and my yep. and my dark hawk goes yeah it's like a dark hawk like, counter no I, I i'm not a big dark hawk enjoyer but I was playing some negative and like, I was like, Oh cool. I got the thing. And it, it, so that was, well, that was clever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Blob is strong. Cr like crazy strong. It's a big card. It brought Thanos back a lot. Cause you Put know, you Thanos lock a lane. Back in the meta. I was a little yeah. bit worried how it would be with Thanos because the stones are so like wimpy, but like, it's really strong. It's just more cards. Right. Like it, and Thanos often runs such a, like the cards in it are often big because you want to cheat stuff out. Uh, it brought back blue and definitely one of my favorite archetype in Lockjaw Thanos. And I think that, I think if anything, 
Lockjaw Thanos probably like benefited from the X change more than anything. Like it liked X in there, but you can get away with that deck without using X in there too, and it made the the other Thanos deck not quite as good without X. So so it's not bait after all. No, the Lockjaw Thanos felt really good. I've no, really it, it was been impressed I've, by I've it. Been... Which yeah, version it's... are you all using? Because like I, I've seen a couple bounce back around in the Discord and stuff, but. I was using the human spiders uh, version. He's been like the the lockjaw Thanos enthusiast since day one. Yeah. He's played that card, that deck, in like every meta under the sun, even when it was really, really bad and unplayable. He he's out there trying to make it work, and I gotta admire that devotion to an archetype because it's not easy to do that in Snap a lot of the time. Um, because it had a really rough time there for a while. Obviously, it was like a really busted deck at the beginning of the year with Quinjet and Leech and all this other stuff. But it was bad for a long time, and now it's kind of come back and it's feeling pretty good. Uh, he did have X in his deck. I imagine he's going to cut it. I'm gonna cut it and try something else. But at the same time, you know, if your plan is making a big blob and you know you cheated out a lockjaw and you want to protect it or you know, you you ramp out some big card on four or three with Lockjaw, you protect it, you blob another lane. X is still kind of doing work there because he was never your primary power source to begin with. So maybe it does stay, maybe it doesn't, but I think the core of the deck is strong regardless. So it's and blob is probably the biggest reason for that deck's resurgence, because it you get a payoff for running all the big things you want anyway, and we have early next year. Kyera coming in, which is going to make your ones and sixes not destroyable. That's, I mean, that's prime real estate for a Lockjaw Thanos deck because your big thing you're scared of often is like Shang Chi, and if your cards can't, your big guys can't get Shang Chi, you're pretty happy. Oh yeah. Um. So I I I I was curious if the human spider's been cooking, and uh, it looks like they're experimenting with Ronan and Max in in uh that's a cool idea uh they 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 are trying different things out so um you know it's not like this is the the final uh iteration but uh there's already cooking being done and in a way i think that ronin max isn't the worst idea in the world because i mean again it's blob it's good for blob and it's like a little two card package Anyways, we'll see. Yeah, see what they solid. I think that there's gonna be there's gonna be a Thanos list that will continue to see play. That, yeah, that Thanos isn't going second. anywhere, and yeah. especially later, you know, in this February looks like it's gonna be a very Thanosy theme season. Uh, but we wanted to talk about Havoc too, um, because that's the new card of the week, right? And yeah, here's the list from the Human yeah, Spider. Yeah, here's the list if for anybody wants it. It's, it might someone... change because this is before yeah. the the OTAs, but. It almost certainly will probably almost maybe maybe not cut X. We'll see. It probably does, but I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to we'll have to wait. Yeah, and see time will tell, but it's it's a fun list, it's effective. So if you wanna play Thanos but you weren't as into like the more controlly version that was going around, this is the way I would go. Yeah. Um, but Havoc. Havoc is the so we we're seeing a pattern, right? Like when they when they started doing series four cards, we had like one or two months where they were like two series four cards, and people were like losing their mind. It was awesome, and now we've kind of settled into a rotation. I think of, well, we do you know one series four card a month, and Havoc is the series four card this month, and he got a lot of crap 
from a lot of people, myself included. Uh, just didn't seem like that great of a card. Uh, he was worse when he was originally data mined as a 2-1 that got plus 3 uh, power at the end of turn. Um, the Havoc-Viper combo is something people were scared about. You give Havoc to your opponent on turn 3, uh, and then they are stuck at that energy for the rest of the game. Havoc gets big, though, so you need to, like, Shang or Shadow King him, because, I mean, if you send Havoc over on 3... They get the thing at the end of turn, so he's like a 16 power card. <laughs> it's nothing to scoff at. Uh, but that combo didn't work very well. The The places this card is seeing play, like I played a bunch of it. Uh, negative, I think this is a very good negative card, especially in like the new negative with X and whatnot. I've liked this. It's not core. You can play without it, but if you have it, it's a good home for it because you often play it on turn five. Uh, and if it's a negative flipped, you play it for free, it ends up being a 0-10, and that's pretty good. Um, even if you play it on the final turn for 0, it's a 0-6. And in other decks, you're often playing it either on turn 5 or turn 6, because then you get like a 2-8 or whatever, or a 1-4, and you don't suffer that much from the downside. Uh, the other decks I really liked it in were uh, just kind of like an old school hit monkey bounce style deck where uh you you're kind of okay being down a mana on the final turn um i imagine even maybe some Saradex might experiment experiment with this but uh, new maximus is probably just better in that kind of slot and then like a tempo deck with wave is another home people have tried it in i tried it there i kind of like it you play this with wave on turn five uh it makes your sixes and fives cost four so you can still play a 6 or a 5 and even 1 drop alongside that on turn 6 and still get a 2-8 from Havoc. So those have been the best homes for it. By no means, this is a card you need to buy. Um, but if you like those style of decks, Havoc is a decent addition to it. Um, I would not race out to get it, though. I would kind of just wait and maybe you roll into it in your random slot or maybe he's featured again in a week where you want something else. Generally, with Series 4 cards, getting them opened randomly or buying them with tokens is the way to go. You don't really want to use your spotlights just to get a Series 4 card because they're not as valuable as Series 5 cards. The most exciting deck I've seen cooked with Havoc is negative. And I think that anytime that's the most exciting place, that's the most exciting It's a warning sign, card. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit of a red flag. I mean, look negatives your thing then then by all means i i guess get it right but uh i think that it's an easy wait and see i you know it's good it, with it, professor x i will say that sure. especially a negative when you even against professor x that's actually been a great thing is playing this where i think they're gonna x and you gain the extra power and then you outscale them in the lane is pretty cool um but yeah it's just very specific you know and it's really not a card you often can play before turn five because you're I, stuck I, at whatever energy you're you're on. I think the most efficient thing to do is not even to spend three thousand tokens on it. It's to build up enough of these like series four cards that you're kind of meh on because like when you open that that fourth spot collector's spotlight reserve, right? It's more likely to roll a series four than a series five. So if you have fewer already owned series four cards you're gonna pull them more frequently there I, I i i don't know i i guess that's why that planner not to keep promoting it as such a good tool because perhaps there's going to be months where you want to open 
and get all three things. Like next week, I think a lot of people are going to end up using three to four keys because you got Lad, you got Black Knight. You know, a lot of people have been waiting for Lad to show up in a spotlight. Um, you know, so it's good to have some some cards built up so that you'll see that already owned message uh, a little less frequently. I, yeah. I wish that we didn't have to be so um, tactical about how to spend our in-game resources. Like it feel like honestly. And this comes from someone that plays uh, an infamous gacha game by Hoyoverse. Like, I feel like I don't have to be nearly as careful with my resource planning in that game as I am in Snap. Like, the, the, mm -hmm. it's 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 not good how deliberate you have to be. I don't like it. Yeah, and it's especially annoying. And we don't really have a whole ton of time to dive into it. But uh, the the whole controversy surrounding, you know, there is that big bundle coming up in a few days, Sentry Bundle. There was a data mine. People have been planning for it for a long time. Data mine gets updated, find out it's nerfed. People are upset because they passed on previously better deals to save for this one. It changed last minute. The new data mine apparently isn't even correct either. Supposedly, it was originally going to be 7,500 gold, 8K credits, 6K tokens. Most people, I think, thought it was a bit too good to be true, but, you know, people held out hope. You know, you have to plan pretty religiously if you want to min-max your resources, and so people uh, hoped it would be good, and we still don't know if it's going to be good. It sounds like there's going to be more credits than originally listed, so somewhere north of 8,000, but less tokens, mm -hmm. so unfortunately just cannot trust the data mines anymore no they're not i mean they've always been taken with a grain of salt and i think this really the big issue here is more so not that the data mines are right or wrong it's that we don't get any official information so the play you can't blame a player for relying on data mines when data mines are all we have it we used to get a schedule people ask them why they don't do that anymore and they said we need to have this flexibility to change things. Like in this month, people are using gold on on variants for the albums. So they want to be able to change the offers as needed on the back end to maybe make more gold offers or things where you can buy gold because that's what more people want than say tokens or credits right now. Uh, which like, sure, fair enough, but it just it it does really mess with the planning and the planning wouldn't be such an issue if resources weren't tight for a lot of the players so it's there, well, there are ways to fix it they just would yeah. have to be wanting to do that <laughs> the price point continues to be an issue for me and i i think maybe taking a step back from the variants and stuff will help with that i mean i feel pretty happy in the number of keys that i have then again yeah. like i've high rolled the last two two new cards and so like when i get that's a new the other card thing. on one that's amazing like but if you I can't was... predict it reliably right that's the thing yeah it, what when one week you get that blob on one or it takes you four that dramatically affects your planning for the next month which is really not a thing that feels good yeah. um and that's why like it's if you want to be really uh if you want to really optimize the system like it pays to not go after every card so you have different spotlights being more valuable more often whereas if you own most of the things a lot of the spotlight weeks get worse value because you're not getting more than one new card, and especially so if you're not interested in any of the variants. So it's uh, it's a tricky thing to manage. Um, I there are definitely ways to improve it. The question is if they want to or will do that. Only time will tell. But it's I uh, it, it's just a difficult system, and I wish there was more uh, agency over it. I wish there was less random and RNG, but unfortunately 
that seems to be what is often profitable. And I mean, the same is true with like bundles and whatnot. Uh, it, it's kind of in their best interest to be able to change things on the fly as their data tells them to. Um, and it's not really in the player's best interest. And also because, you know, people skipped out on, let's say, the Dracula bundle for this future bundle, and those people feel really burned right now. Um, but what happens when now they see another Dracula bundle and they see a better one down the line? I bet they're going to go for that Dracula bundle in the store because they don't think they can trust the thing down the line. Well, I, I think that this just highlights that the phenomenon that's been permitted to exist now for some time of data mining things in advance, I think mm -hmm. the days are numbered on that. I think that... No, they said they can't stop it very easily. They actually well, answered that, a question Yeah, I, I know, but they, they didn't say that they can't stop it. They said they can't stop it easily. I think at a certain point, they will. I mean, all, all games have figured this out, right, by... by by preloading in advance, right? Um, so I, I I suspect there will come a point in time where we won't be able to see in advance. But I think that to your point, by the time it does come, we'll be desensitized to believing anything that we see uh, anymore. Um, and and it just I think further underscores how how deliberate you have to be with the planning of of spending resources and how resources are being spent, even if you are someone that purchases uh, battle passes and, and the odd bundle, not just a free-to-play gamer. So it kind of kind of sucks. Um, yeah, it's it's rough, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be much resolution here because no. what the, the players want here and what the, is in the interest of the company are just fundamentally at odds. Uh, so it's clear which one of those is going to ring out. But I don't think we're going to lose data mines anytime soon because, I mean, yeah, it's not easy for them. Doesn't mean they won't do it. But when we also have seen it's taken like over a year for them to implement a feature that should be fairly simple in terms of, uh, you know, just choosing your border on a card. I, I imagine yeah. they're not going to be racing towards uh, fixing what it seems like or, or taking six months to fix the Phoenix Force. Well, I imagine uh, it's not going to happen su super quickly. I can appreciate them. It, it's it's difficult for me because I think I can appreciate them wanting the flexibility and you can spin it any way you want, right? If you, you spin yeah. it to say like, well, players want more gold because they want the, um, they want these, these alternate art cards that are in the, um, booklets or whatever they're called and and like the albums yeah. the albums like so so we want to switch this to offer more gold and less tokens like yeah okay i get that but but as like people with limited resources i'm trying to plan because like say i i really wanted that stupid um electra variant that they just released mm -hmm. and and i'm looking at it ahead of time and it's like oh it's 1200 gold like that's a pretty good deal actually because you get a portrait and you get the card and you get some whatever and I was like, oh no, oh no, they're gonna change it. And like, I didn't want to spend money on it. I'm trying to like pinch my pennies right now, and uh, I was able to save up and get it. And I was, I was shocked that it didn't change because the two bundles before it changed. And um, right, so you just it, don't know. You can't realistically like you can hope and you try and plan around it to the best of your ability. But yeah, I think this month has showed more than anything. It's like. The expectation should be that things are just not going to line up a lot of the time. Are people um, like, are people buying like when I, it, it blows my mind and maybe I have a different perspective now because I, I'm like been looking for work. But when I open up snap and I see, Hey, look, there's this bundle and you can get two variants 
and an avatar and it's $99. I'm like, you what? Like a hundred bucks for like two variants of cards that are not very good. Like, I why would I? I think that it's because they're not, they're not, it's not meant to entice you. It's not meant for you. I guess, I guess, I don't know. I the just, Magic I'm the like... Gathering slogan, this product isn't meant for you. And that's okay. <laughs> and yeah, the... well, I, I, in a lot of ways, it, it does feel a lot like Magic the Gathering and not in terms of gameplay and balance, but just in terms of like philosophy in turn, you know, how they perceive the value of their product. They're basically, they're, they're valuating their product to be, you know, more expensive. A luxury product. A luxury product, a, yeah. They, uh, they, use the, they use the Prada or the Louis Vuitton analogy somewhere, if I, if I recall. And, and, and I think that, that there's going to be, there are going to be bundles that are priced that will entice you, like that Electra one. And there will be ones that don't. I think that for you and I, Nate, like we came from a, a a very different experience. And Hearthstone isn't even the same anymore. Like it was. It used to be that you'd get everything as it would come out. You'd have a complete collection. You'd have everything. Um, now they're charging more for like their cosmetics and bundles too, right? Yeah. Like they have, so... They're they've, they're amping it up too. And I mean that's that's yeah. just what these games do, right? Like uh, I. You, it can't it's hard to, for me to fault them too much for trying to really monetize cosmetics but then it gets more complicated when it's also you're factoring in it's not purely cosmetics right. it's like it's, it's getting weird. you resources that help you get cards too so it's like it's it's weird um like yeah they they tie progression in with it it's not it's not it's not separated in any like it's it's all interwoven and it makes the calculations a lot more um Plus black and white, well. yeah, yeah. It, it's it's makes it more complicated, but yeah, it's it's they've I think they've been clear that their their goal is to the, that's where they make their money, right? Is off of the the small and this is all mobile games. It's not just Marvel Snap. They make their game, they make their money off of the the point one percent of people who drop a lot of money, um, not the the people who are spending ten dollars a month on the pass. So that's that they're definitely going to shift things around to optimize that as much as we may or may not like it. It's the kind of the reality. I I, I will say I've been pleased that I've been able to keep up with getting most of the cards without spending more than like 10 bucks a month. And so I don't know, but then I debate when there's a card that like havoc was like, do I buy this? If it was six K, I definitely would not have. Um, But at three, I was like, well, I guess I do. And I don't know, it's interesting, but I, and I've been able to like amass enough keys that I feel like I'm probably safe, but you're safe until you have a couple of safety blade caliber weeks, oh, right? Gosh. All, yeah. all, all, the, the, you know, that's the scary thing is all it takes is like two weeks of not getting the new card until four. I end up with a bunch of variants that I didn't want and no keys. Like you can imagine yeah. two weeks and you go through eight of those eight out of 12 or eight out of 13. Like, oh man. I think Raven's the unluckiest person I've ever seen. Almost every week, he's four for four. I don't know if I've ever seen him hit one for four. Every wow. week, he's like streamer luck, four for four, three for four, and I'm like, man, that. And you can like he's talked about it. it's it's really demoralizing when you literally you just get unlucky and you're punished for getting unlucky. I see. And it's completely out of your hands. So price and chat, I I feel kind of fortunate that I don't find so many of the new releases that compelling, but like what a sad world we live in. Right. If I look yeah. at th- there's a new card coming out and I'm like, Oh, what a relief. That card sucks. I don't have to spend 
my tokens on it or my keys on it like that's crazy. yeah there's a lot about the model yeah for sure and <laughs> i think everyone's felt that way at some point i felt that uh, like, way too uh, but like but it's you like, see a bad card and you're like all right phew i can skip this week i don't want this that's it's crazy weird it's, it's like, very weird i i want to to be especially coming from a, a game like hearthstone where we're so used to having like a complete collection although mm-hmm. this game ingrains in us very fast right like you yeah that is not the target audience collection so it's it's just i and i'll still say this like we say this every episode right for all its flaws i love the gameplay itself is is wonderful like the game is fun the economy is trash and, yeah it's and, and the, the key yeah. system is bad and a lot of other things about the game are bad and ridiculously expensive but the gameplay is really fun so <laughs> they reinvented the wheel on the gameplay and they got it right and people love it and then they reinvented the wheel on the economy and well let's just say that that wheel isn't quite as round well people like um, their exclusivity yeah. and and that's what just kills me because i want the 200 miles and i'm not getting it so there you go yeah the the FOMO is real and unfortunately it works. It works very very well. As they said in the the famous there's a there's a famous uh, developer talk called Let's Go Whaling where they discuss the the economics of uh, of how mobile games work. And my favorite part about it is at the very start they're like, we'll talk about ethics at the end if there's time. Um, and I think that just kind of speaks to the the whole concept of FOMO and farming whales and whatnot. It's like the the it's a deeply unethical system in a lot of ways but it's just so effective that companies are stupid not to do it no and if you draw the line it doesn't change anything right like if if this one company says oh i'm not going to do that they're really just punching themselves in the face because is that going to stop other companies from doing it no Uh, No, so it's really yeah but it's just it's it's predatory and and for yeah any gotcha are... and most mobile games have some kind of predatory nature to them and it's it's just kind of an unfortunate reality that you have to like there i after seeing like the money i've spent on snap and whatnot like i have a very strict policy on free-to-play games now i'm fine enjoying a free-to-play game but and this this is maybe a useful bit of info for anyone who's gonna start playing one or whatever psychologically you have a barrier in free to play what when you've not spent any money the second you make that first purchase with the the welcome bundle there's a reason every one of these games gives you a a 10x value thing because once you make that first purchase the wall is down that is the hardest thing to do in uh in free to play games is to get someone who has never spent to spend one thing doesn't matter if it's one dollar once that wall is down the percentage chance of you spending again and more in the future and repeating is so so much higher and so i would just leave people with that kind of advice if, if you're free to play or even if you're only a pass only spender the the harder you can keep yourself to that the better off you will be if you're trying to play on a budget because once the wall falls down uh it it stays down statistically yeah and if you do decide to spend you'll have to make peace with not having everything yeah, you just can't. Yeah, you just can't. I er, early on, my kid and I were on this big kick on on like the pixels of all things that everybody hates, right? My kid's mm-hmm. super into pixels, and I thought, oh, they're kind of they're kind of fun. They're ugly, but they're cute. And and like I could make a deck using all pixels. And then I'm like, whoa, hold on, like five dollars per card. I, I like at the cheap end, up. like even on the cheap end, 
that's crazy. That's crazy. Just for alternate art is is arguably bad. Just right? rip them on like, the track or in the twitch traps, oh gosh, like, so well, now like you get, we do. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, okay. So all right, I gotta go because I I gotta I gotta bounce real soon. But like, how many people? I heard of at least three people, myself included, who pulled like I, I jammed through the twitch drops in one day. I just left it on. I, I put it on on Dexter's stream and I left. And I and then I pulled a, a pixel Deadpool. And then someone in Lee's stream said they got Pixel Kingpin, and then you got Pixel uh, Morbius, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a Pixel. Did you get a hip? <laughs> no, I didn't. It was it I a got, good one? What'd you get? Yeah. I don't. I don't recall. I got. Uh, I think it was a death. Uh, it was a death variant. Oh well, you did better than us, anyhow. I guess. I just you know, whatever. It wasn't one that I wanted. It wasn't Dan Hip Ant Man. That's the one. That's my most wanted variant, Dan Hip Ant Man, so that I can get the Keep It Cosmo emote. Oh, see, see so they, get you. they get you. Yeah. They get hey, you. They get you. Yeah, for all the flack albums have gotten, <sighs> I do think, and I think a lot of the flack was justified. Uh, I do think they have been a pretty resounding success on their side, from what we've heard, and I hope that they iterate on them to make them. It's very clear they also got the message that there's a reason there was such negative feedback. And they addressed that a little bit with saying, yeah, we want to do more albums with things like Pixels and more Dan Hips and make it so people get more of these done and feel like they can interact with the system. And we definitely missed the mark on launch and we want to rectify that a bit. But it sounds like albums have been very successful. So hopefully they can adjust them accordingly so people are a bit more enthusiastic about it. But it seems like the goal has been kind of met uh, for them. I, I think really just the big thing... Just give people some alternate path to emotes. The emotes are cool. Everyone is excited about emotes. People got a lot less excited about it when they feel like they're being excluded from any chance to have one because they're all gated behind albums, which is spending a lot of money or rolling the dice for a very long time, hoping you get the thing you want. Yep. Uh, it, and exclusive stuff is fine. Uh, it's not bad that they have exclusive emotes. It's bad that this feature people were excited about is totally locked behind this feature um that yeah yeah yep yep i'm only missing one for that venom uh emote uh, just the oh wow you're you're only missing one just the baron mordo that's it oh it's offered goodness. it to me twice in the past and i passed it up both times oh uh, i'm sure because the card was again. trash but at some point but i'm definitely not i'm definitely not getting baited to that stupid like random variant absolutely not but uh, oh where you have an elevated chance of getting the uh yeah yeah no that that's a trap elevated yes no no thanks i'll but anyways yeah cool well um we are at time so we'll, we'll end it there you know i i'm sorry guys uh for those that were looking for a little bit more of an upbeat show i think we did find some things that we liked about the balance update and and, and it's been a fun late. first day i i will 100 percent give it that for the most part I still hate Loki with the burning passion of a thousand suns, but I had an enjoyable time messing around with Mr. Negative. I saw a lot of people experimenting. We'll see if it lasts, but yeah. this OTA was, I think, more positive than like almost any other patch we've gotten in the last two months. It's not without some flaws or issues, but uh, better than the other ones so far. So it's something, right? It's something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we'll see how it goes. It's so fresh, right? We wanted to try to get yeah. like a like a, a a fresh take on this, and then we'll see. Mm -hmm. So I guess next time we can loop back and see were we right, were we wrong, and how did it go? And yeah, how did it all play out? 
and uh, this will be the last shakeup for a little while. So it'll be interesting to see how the uh, how how things uh, uh, proceed apace. Um, I, I suspect that some of those big bounce changes were to preempt uh, next week's release, which I'm actually uh, quite interested in. So it'll be fun to see how Celine will impact the the meta game as it develops. Yeah. Um, and we'll be here to, to talk about it, uh, you know, at our in, in our the regular, new year. <laughs> yeah, in the new year and our <laughs> regular the last show for the year, right? Oh, it is their last show for the year. How about that? Um, it well, yeah, it it maybe we could do another one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll may, see. Maybe. 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 We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how things shape up. Um, I I I know that with the holidays, uh, I've got a little bit of extra time. I don't know if that same is true for for you and zombies, uh, but. Uh, We'll see. Perhaps the last show, if it is the last show, I do want to thank everyone that has been along with us for the ride this year. Uh, we started this podcast late 2022. I think we got like one in before the end of the year. Um, yeah, right. so this was like our first. This was our first year. We made hey, it to a right. year. That's right. Uh, and uh, you know, we're still we're still having fun with the game. Uh, and 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 hopefully we continue to do so and i really want to thank everyone that that has uh been along with us on this journey of keeping it cosmo um, <laughs> absolutely perhaps this may not be our last show stay tuned we'll hey see. we'll see we'll see yeah we'll we'll see soon but until then we'll be uh keeping it cosmo that's right especially if we get Ant man then we'll be able to keep it cosmo in game <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right keep it cosmo everybody enough said bub